You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. The next generation has a pivotal call for the nation and in the world. Discover this truth in this message by Pastor Edre Kanda. And we actually are in our second week of our series called You. Last week, well, we talked about Hannah being the you of today, meaning ang, ang, the older generation. And today, po, we're going to be talking about the you of tomorrow, which is the next generation. The reason, po, why we set aside two weeks for of the series is because sobra po ang heart ng uh, ang heart po talaga ng ating movement is to reach out to the next generation, to the campuses. At hindi lang po dahil two weeks, hindi lang po tong two weeks na to. We do have a regular youth service running out, running every week. In fact, we're now growing. Dalawa na po ang youth service natin here in Victory Alabang. We have the regular Sunday, uh, Saturday youth service. And uh, we are about about 600 students. And every Friday, which just started three weeks ago, and kaka-start pa lang po niya, but now we are around 130 students as of last Friday. So, so far, we're reaching out to 700 students and we're, we're believing for more this year. And we're really expecting God for really to just bring in the harvest of young people here in, in this place, especially in the campuses po na nakapaligid sa atin. So, we're going to be talking about the you of tomorrow, the next generation. But before po ako pumunta doon, I do want to show you some pictures. Ito pong mga picture na to ay, uh, ito po yung most ridiculously priced items in the world. These are mga normal po na bagay, pero sobrang na binenta po sila sa eBay at marami pong nagtaong nagbid and it costs so much from what it used to be. You see here, while, while, nung nakita ko po itong listahan na to, na I realized, ang mga bagay po, yung value po ng isang bagay, hindi po siya necessarily yung presyo nun, yung value ng isang bagay, hindi necessarily katumbas kung saan gawa yung bagay na yun. May mga bagay na dahil gawa sa ginto, dahil gawa sa diamond or jewelry, mahal talaga. But, but if you compare these items, hindi naman talaga sila gawa sa mga mamahaling bagay. But the reason why they were valued so high, bakit po ang taas-taas ng presyo nila is because of one reason. Someone was willing to pay that amount for that item. Someone bid that amount, I'm willing to pay 2 million pesos for para sa isang boteng walang laman. People were paying high amounts of money for these items. So basically, the value of an object really is determined by how much a person is willing to pay for it. In fact, that's, we have a, such a high of, 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 a, of a value. Our value is the blood of Christ Himself. He died on the cross, paid for our sins. And then rose up again to give us victory. So meaning, yung value po natin, God was willing enough to shed His own life so that He can pay for us. That's our value. But at the same time, as we talk about the you of tomorrow, God has a specific value for the next generation. Sobra ang pagtingin ng ating Panginoon sa susunod na herasyon. In fact, in the Bible po, pag nakita niyo po yung mga stories sa Bible, tuwing magkakaroon po ng shift sa history, may major shift po na mangyayari sa, sa history sa Bible, lagi po ito nagsisimula sa kapanganakan ng isang bata. I'll give you an example. Nung time po na i-call out na po ni God ay yung magiging chosen country niya, chosen nation niya. Ito po yung panahon na ipinanganak si Jacob, which eventually became 
was named Israel, which became the name of the country. Yung panahon po na gustong iligtas ng ating Panginoon, ang, ang Israel, ang bansa niya, sa famine, na magkakaroon po ng famine for seven years at marami pong mamamatay at gusto pong iligtas ni God itong, itong mga tao niya. He birthed Joseph. So they will be brought to Egypt. At yung panahon po na ang gusto pong gawin ng ating Panginoon ay iligtas po yung bansa niya, yung mga tao niya, sa slavery from Egypt, Moses was born. In history, in, in, in God's history, there's always a need for the next generation pag may gagawin na po siyang malaking malaki. In fact, in the biggest shift in history, the ultimate shift that, that ever happened, where we were ruled by sin before, we were ruled by the law, and all of a sudden, we're now shifting to this time. We're now being saved by grace, and only by grace, Jesus was born. And by that time, Matt, we were now saved from our sinful nature when we have Him as our Lord and Savior. Ganun po ang value ni God for the next generation. At for the last week po, we talked about Hannah and uh, the you of today, meaning the older generation. And we talked about paano niya dinedicate yung anak niya, yung, yung magiging anak niya, which, is, which was Samuel. Bun, hindi pa siya nabubundis noon, pero dinedicate niya na God, yung magiging anak niya. She prayed for her future son. She dedicated him. And now we're gonna be continuing that story. Ano po ang nangyari kay Samuel, which was yung anak po niya, nung ipinanganak po si Samuel. In fact po, yung story po ni Samuel, yung history po na to, God was about to shift the country from a nation na hindi makarinig kay God. Si God po hindi nagsasalita sa bansang to. Tumahimik po si God. The, the, the voice of God was so rare in this country. And all of a sudden, he started, he, God wanted to speak to the nation again. So Samuel was born. And this is what we're going to be looking at. Ano po ang nangyari kay Samuel? And how did Samuel start? And my prayer po is that when we understand the life of Samuel, maintindihan din po natin ano po ba talaga yung pagtawag ng ating Panginoon sa susunod na henerasyon. So, uh, if you're with me, please join me in reading this text. Samahan niyo po ako sa 1 Samuel chapter 3, 1-4. to And it says here, the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. So si Samuel po is, was in the temple at meron po siyang parang nagdi-disciple, parang tao na nag-aalalay sa kanya, which was named Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. Yung panahon po na yun, bihirang-bihirang makarinig ang tao sa Diyos. There were not many visions. And then one night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak, that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. And then it says here, uh, One night Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. Let's pray. God, Panginoon, maraming maraming pong salamat sa hapong ito, Panginoon. Buksan niyo po ang aming puso, ang aming isipan. Panginoon, ang, kung ano man po ang mensahe niyo, Panginoon, ay ma- nawa, mailagay po namin ito sa aming puso. Lord, embed it in our hearts at maging maisapamuhay po namin, Panginoon, ang inyong mensahe. Maraming maraming pong salamat, Panginoon. Amen. So, ang nangyari po, God, the Lord called Samuel. 
Pakisabi po sa katabi, The Lord called Samuel. The Lord called Samuel. Hindi po si Samuel ang lumapit kay God. It wasn't Samuel who called for God. Hindi po si Samuel yung nagmagaling at lumapit kay God. O Panginoon, pakinggan mo ako, may sinasabi ako. Baliktad po. It was the Lord who called Samuel. In fact, the Lord has the same calling for the next generation. Sa mga kabataan po natin na nandito, God is calling each and every one of you as well. The Lord called Samuel, at pagkakabasa, pagkakabasa po natin, ito po mga panahon to, bihira makarinig ang tao mula kay God. But Samuel did. The Lord spoke to him. Ito pong problema natin ngayon. Sa panahon po natin, and we know this, Masyado po tayong immersed sa mundong ito. This is a world full of opinions, full of voices. Marami po tayong naririnig na kung ano-ano. Online, sa media, sa music na naririnig natin. So many message na umaatake po sa ating kabataan. Sama din po tayo. So many opinions, so many voices, so many standards, so many worldviews na isang click lang po na ating mga kabataan nandiyan na yan, nakaredy na yan. Maraming marami po silang naririnig. But ang importante po is may marinig sila na nag-iisang tama. Ang problema po, we, we understand that we need to hear from God. But sometimes, dahil po sa mga naririnig din ng ating mga kabataan, minsan sa bahay, yung mga bagay na wala ka namang kwenta, Masyadok pang bata, wala kang alam. Wala kang pakialam dito. Ang hirap mo naman mahalin. Etc. Etc. With so many things that they hear, and even discouragement. How will our young people hear from God if what they can hear at home is not from God? Or how will, our, how will the next generation hear from God if the people that they're following are not hearing from God. In fact, there's only really one message that they should hear, our next generation. The thing is, are we bearers of that message? Tayo po as the older generation. Minsan gusto po nating utusan yung mga bata. Di ba? Dapat maging ganto ka. Dapat maging mabait ka. Dapat ganto yung ginagawa mo. But sometimes... They're really not following what they're saying. Tama po ba? The truth is, they're following what they're seeing. And sometimes it's hard. We, we, there are things na gusto natin na mangyari sa kabataan to, gusto natin siyang, silang magbago, pero sa naririnig nila at nakikita nila sa atin. And I believe, the more we hear from God as the older generation, the more the next generation in your own, home, own homes will hear from God. But it didn't end with just hearing from God. In fact, we talked about Hannah last week. That It was Hannah who prayed. It was Hannah who weaned him. Meaning, in, uh, inalagaan niya po si Samuel until maging de- depend, uh, independent si Samuel. At ito, po, ito pong mga panahong to, when he was in the temple, 1 Samuel 3, 5-7, nung marinig po ni, ni Samuel, ang boses ng ating Panginoon, and, and he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went down. Uh, so he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. 
Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not, that had not yet been revealed to him. Samuel po lumaki sa templo. But Samuel, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Here's something interesting po. Sa loob po ng templo, there was someone. Nung naumpisahan pong makarinig ni Eli ng boses na hindi niya pakilala. Si Samuel, there was, a there was a man named Eli who was waiting there and saying, Go back! Hindi ako yun. In fact, pag nabasa niyo po yung mga verses after, si Eli po sinabi, sagutin mo. Respond to the voice. The question is, I believe for some of us, God has placed a Samuel in our lives. It's either a younger brother, a younger sister, a daughter, a son, or maybe kamag-anak, or just someone you know that God has placed in your sphere of influence. Who is a possible Samuel in your life? Are we pointing them to the real source of the voice? Tayo ba yung unang nilang maririnig na, alam mo, si God yan. Alam mo, you need to hear from God. And for the young Samuels here, sa mga kabataan dito, do we have someone like that in our lives? Do we have an Eli in our lives? Who is willing to tell us, we're gonna stand with you. Sasamahan namin kayo. And that's what we do as a, as a ministry. As a whole movement, we would like and would love to stand with the young Samuels of this generation to become Eli's for them and start pointing them to what God is doing in their lives. At ito pa po, di ba sabi po natin, si Eli lumaki sa templo, pero never heard from God. Ang isang kabataan po, katulad po na sinasabi ni Pastor Sani kanina, can be a pastor's kid. Pastor's kid po ako. Can be someone na lumaki sa church. Uma-attend naman ako, Pastor Edre, every week. Marami naman akong ginagawang ministry. Sinalihan ko nga po lahat ng ministry. Ang problema po, kahit po gawin natin yung mga external things na yun, if a person has never heard from God or never had an, a divine encounter, it means nothing. Kung ang kabataan po natin yun never had that point in his, his or her life where na-realize niya yung gospel, yung message of the gospel that can change, the, 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 the only message that can change this world, then everything that we do is just but religion and it means nothing. I remember, may mga nakausap na po kong mga atheist ngayon who grew up in church. Grew up in Sunday school, Christian families, but they choose to come to that point where God's not real. Una, hindi po nila nakita. Pangalawa, they never had an encounter. All they saw was religion. All they saw was tradition. All they saw was things to do. I know I would appreciate my, I, I, I love to appreciate my parents. My mom is here. My dad is somewhere. They, they never even imposed Christianity on me. Hindi nila sinabing, dahil Christiano kami, magiging Christiano ka din dapat. Never imposed their belief, their faith on me. Instead, they started praying for me, waited for me to have my own personal encounter with Christ. And I remember po, um, we had our youth camp last April. And uh, here's the thing. The reason why we're doing ministry, the reason why ginagawa po namin yung trabaho namin, 
is because hindi lang po para mag-babysit ng kabataan. Hindi lang po dahil may daycare yung mga teenager or para mapuno yung summer nila. The reason why we're doing what we're doing is because we want to provide an avenue for young people to encounter Jesus first and foremost. We want to provide an avenue for young people to have an encounter with the gospel of the cross that they would realize na maintindihan nila na kaya sila nabubuhay uh, na hindi nila... Hindi nila pwedeng pagbayaran yung salvation nila. Hindi nila pwedeng pagbayaran yung yung paglapit nila kay God. That the only way that they can come to God is if they would understand it was Jesus who came first. Na binigay ni Jesus yung buhay niya. He lived the life we should have lived. Died the death we should have died. And by, raise, by rising up again after three days, He gave us victory over sin, over shame, over death. And what if a young person starts coming to that understanding? I tell you, the life of that young person will be changed forever. And that's what we do. This is why I love doing ministry with young people. In fact, no last campo, we were showing you the pictures. There was a time where we were just believing for the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit started moving. And people started praying for each other, started prophesying for each other, giving a word for, 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 for each other. And people started really encountering God. Here's the thing. I invited three agnostics in the camp. We wanted them to be there. In the guise of, oh, you're going to meet friends there, you're going to have fun, you're going to chill, chill. But they weren't really aware that we were praying for them. They got to the camp. And when people started praying for each other, I, I believe you have a picture there. Of two of them, two of the atheists slash agnostic, Suddenly, they were, they were called by... They're not in the picture, but ju- that's just a picture of people praying for each other. There was a time where yung dalawang... Yung dalawa dun sa tatlo, they were called... One of them were called on stage by someone they barely know. And yung tao pong yun, yung one of our youth leaders, started reading his life on stage. Bro, God is telling me na ito yung nangyari sa buhay mo ngayon. Ganto, 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 ganto. And all his face was like... After 10 minutes, the next day, he was so surprised that someone knows what he's going through. And that's when he realized, my goodness, God is real. Gave his life to Christ that very night. The other person, the same thing happened. Someone came up to him, a person he barely knows. Actually, he didn't even know. Started praying for, for him. And the same thing happened. He, he was the person was reading his life. But how did you know that? He started asking questions. He didn't know I'm an atheist. But because of that encounter, he started texting his friends. I met Jesus in camp. I'm no longer an atheist. Gave his life to Jesus that very night. Come on, let's give God the best praise of the week. And another guy, the third guy, the agnostic. Um, he, has a, he has a condition in his back, a certain scoliosis. And um, one of our campus missionaries just really received the word from God na we're going to be praying for his healing. Called him on stage. Kami lahat kinakabahan. Lord, may gagawin ka ba talaga? Nakatakot to ah. Kinakabahan kami. So the guy was there. And one of our campus missionaries started praying for this guy. And he, sabi nung, nung agnostic, he started feeling a heat come up his back. 
And right in front of our eyes, since all lahat po nag, were praying for each other, the other young people po were stretching their hands towards dito down to. Right in front of our eyes, as in right in front of our eyes, he stood up like this. And we were all... Kami na po yung The whole day. <laughs> what just happened? That person gave his life to Christ that very moment. The three of them are now going to one-to-one. -one. We will soon send, send them to Victory Weekend. We will soon make them disciples as well. They will make disciples as well. Did we do anything? Not exactly. How can we know those things? It was God who moved and it was God they encountered. A person can grow up in church without an encounter. But the very moment na ang isang kabataan makilala si God, makita si God, that person's life will change. In fact, the reason why we need to have an encounter with God, we need to hear God, we need to have a divine hearing, and we need to have a divine encounter. Because first and foremost, God is so concerned in having a divine relationship for us and for the, for, 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 the, for the next generation. God wants to have such a relationship with these people. The thing is, he developed a, uh, God developed a relationship with Samuel. And our young people have this access, complete access to God to have a relationship because first and foremost, Jesus died on the cross gave his life for us and because of that he opened up the door so that we can go all go in as an invitation to have a relationship with him so at this juncture i want to call one of our youth leaders and he will be sharing to you how an encounter changed his life and what that encounter and relationship with god has led him to do let's all welcome one of our uh, student leaders from colea de san agustin ben santos Um, yun. Good evening po sa lahat. Katulad po sa sinabi ni Kuya Edre, ako po si Ben. Um, so I'm here to share to you my testimony about how I encountered God and how it changed my life. And my memorable encounter with God was during my Victory Week and noong September 2011. Though I was raised in a Christian family, pero alam niyo po yun pag raised po kasi kayo sa Christian family, Parang you get used to the things na ginagawa niyo na lang. Parang every Sunday, a-attend, kanta, ganyan. <laughs> Pray. Pero that time, I really never understood kung gano ka bigat, kung ano talaga yung mensahe ng gospel. But then, when I attended the Victory Weekend and then yung Cross Park, doon in-explain kung, kung ano yung ginawa ni Jesus para sa atin, para sa akin. And after that, nagbago po yung buhay ko. Um, nagbago po yung perspective ko on, on how I look at things. And on how I act. Yung, yung thoughts ko, yung desires ko po, nagbago. And after that, it became my want to share the gospel. So that people too would experience yung mga nararanasan ko po. Yung love ni God, yung love ni Jesus para sa kanila. And then, yun po, last year, pumunta po ang Baguio. So, sino po nakapunta ng Baguio dito? <laughs> Well, para sa akin po yung Baguio big deal pag nakamuna na. Kasi nung last year po, nagpunta ko, nung last year po, nagpunta po kong Baguio. Second time pa lang po. So, parang 
nung ininform kami kasi I was an officer in our school, nung ininform kami that there will be a leadership convention. So I was so excited. Parang, oy, yun. Makakahinga ako tapos may usok. <laughs> so, yun, exciting. And kaya rin po excited kasi alam ko pong marami po kong makikilalang bagong uh, mga tao and dadami po mga kaibigan ko. And marami rin po akong matututunan kasi there'll be seminars, workshops. And I also, I remember myself really, you know, I remember myself really God speaking to me na this convention will be unforgettable and I'll do uh, something great. And then, nung God was speaking to me, so I came to that convention very expectant. So, ang nangyari po, pagdating po namin dun sa venue, kasi sa teacher's camp po siya um, ginanap, pagdating po namin sa venue, yun, I started to feel the Holy Spirit um, uh, leading me to share the gospel. So, sabi ko, Oh, sige. Uh, and then I prayed. From day one to... Kasi po, five days po pala yung convention na yun. From day one to day three, I was praying, God, give me an opportunity so that I can share the, the gospel. But then, nung day one until day three, wala po nangyari. Pagdating po ng day four, nung, kasi po, ano eh, uh, every day, um, from daytime to nighttime po yung ano, seminars, kanyan. And nung day four po, something happened. Nung gabi po, after the program ended, medyo pagod na po yung mga kasama ko, yung mga students na kasama ko. Pero sabi nila, guys, tara, last night na natin to. Kasi po, five days po siya, di ba? Yung fifth day, parang ano na lang po yun, ready na lang, pack up. So sabi nila, tara, tambay muna tayo, kwentuhan, para masulit din to. Kasi last night na natin to sa Baguio eh. Sayang. <laughs> And then, yun, we went to a lobby where we can stay, tapos may mga sofa, tapos, yung harapan po nung lobby na yon is a room. And I think yung room po na yun can accommodate 10 to 15 students. So, nagstay po kami doon. And then suddenly, nung nagkakintuhan po kami, yung two students from Bacolod, nakasama po namin, started asking me. Na, bro, started asking me about my faith. Tapos, ako naman na bigla. Parang, it's really strange for me. Kasi biglaan po. And then, sabi niya, bro, can you share something about your belief? And then ako, yun, na-stun kasi I've been praying for this na, Lord, give me an opportunity. Tapos biglang, yun na pala yun. <laughs> Parang grabe man bigla si Lord. <laughs> And then, sabi ko, Lord, ano sasabihin ko? Hindi ko alam kung ano share ko. Kasi nabigla po ako. And then, God reminded me a verse from the book of Matthew. In chapter 10, verse 20 na, It will not be you who would be speaking, pero it will be God who will use you and He will speak through you. So sabi ko, ayun, sige, Matthew 10.20, Matthew 10.20. <laughs> so, hanggang sa, literally po, I paused for a while nung nagtanong sila. And then after that, buti na lang po may mga notes ako dito sa phone. <laughs> Pag nagpe-preaching, so nilabas ko po, nagsinganap po ako. <laughs> And then sakto, nandun po yung series na Love Different. And then from there, parang, una po, nag-share muna ako kung paano ako, kung ano yung background ko. Na I was raised in a Christian family. And after that, nilit ko na sa gospel. And then after a few minutes po, yung, yung mga students po na nasa room, kasi po di ba yung lobby, lobby, yung lobby na po na yun was in front of a room. And then yung mga students po doon, biglang lumabas. So, mga 9 to 8 students po, ay 9 to 10 students po ata yung lumabas. And then parang nakaramdam ako. 
Sabi ko, Lord, mukhang ano ah, gusto niyo rin gusto niyo rin na sharean ko din sila. <laughs> Parang sa dalawa pa nga lang po nagii-struggle na ako. Dadagdagan ko pa Lord. <laughs> And then ayun po, while I'm sharing to those two students na galing pong Bacolod. Biglang parang na-overheard po nung students yung sineshare ko. Sabi nung mga estudyante doon, kasi they sat with us pala. They sat with us and then, yun, napansin po kami, na kami tatlo, na may pinag-uusapan. So sabi nung guy, bro, anong pinag-uusapan nyo? Eh, di napatingin ako. Tapos nauna po, hindi ko po alam sasabihin ko. <laughs> Tapos biglang, ayun, sabi ko, sige bro, sasabihin ko yung pinag-uusapan namin. Pero, tara, Let's form a circle muna, tapos, <laughs> tapos uh, let's introduce ourselves para, wa- para hindi naman awkward, nag-uusap-usap tayo, tapos hindi <laughs> tayo magkakilala. Hanggang sa, ayun po, after introducing ourselves, then, yun po, uh, I was able to share my life, kung paano ko po na-experience yung love ni God. And from there, na-share ko rin po yung gospel. And I can see some students noong time na yun na, ang weird nung tingin nila sa akin. <laughs> Parang, ano ba sinasabi nung lalaking to? Ganyan, ganyan. And then, ayun po. Um, <laughs> ayun po. Kahit, you know, feeling ko, uh, yun, uh, kahit yung mga ibang estudyante doon, tinitingin ako ng ano, weird look. Pero, it did not matter to me anymore. Kasi, yun na yun eh. I was sharing the gospel. Ito na yung ma eto na yung moment na eto na yung magiging moment na ano it will make this convention unforgettable and ngayon po parang looking back parang wala po talaga akong ginawa parang it was god who orchestrated everything kasi po at first yung two students from Bacol sila po yung nagtanong tapos yung isa pong group of students sila din po yung na curious sabi ko saying god na curious sila <laughs> kasi kung hindi po talaga sila nagtanong hindi ko sila papansin <laughs> And although ano po hindi ko po sila na lead in a prayer in the prayer of acceptance still I believe I have faith na yung na-share ko pong gospel is like a seed na sigad na po yung bahalang magpapalago noon and lahat po na nangyari lahat po yon nangyari because God was with me all the time and I was able to share with conviction because I know who my God is because pag na-encounter po kasi natin si God and When you, ano, through, after that encounter, ano eh, lagi mo na maririnig yung voice ni God. And with those two things, magre-resulta na lang dun yung relationship mo sa Kanya. And as you go through with that relationship, syempre po, lalalim yun, and lalalim din po yung pagtitiwala nyo. So, if God, ngayon po, um, if God says something sa buhay ko, na alam kong at the end of the day, it will glorify Him, then I have, Nothing to do but to say yes. So, that's it. Salamat po. Thank you, Ben. I like what he said. Na after his encounter, it led him to start ask, keep asking God. Parang to, to have an opportunity lagi. Lord, give me an opportunity to preach your gospel because he knows it's the only thing that can change people. It's the only thing that can change the world. And he kept asking God, Lord, kailan ba? Kailan mo ako pagpipreach ng gospel? In fact, kanina po, yung nag-testify last 5 p.m. service, she was a, what, what led her after her, her encounter was she started really preaching to her campus, really starting, starting a victory group in her campus. And the thing is about an encounter po, it, it's, 
Minsan, ang dami po nating pinapagawa sa kabataan. Minsan, ayaw po nilang gawin. But the moment they have an encounter with Christ, sila kayo na po ang pipigil sa kanila para gawin yung mga pinapagawa ni God sa buhay nila. At napakasaya po. In fact, if we look back into the story of Samuel, God is not yet done with these guys. They're still students. And we're so excited for what God can do through them. Especially when they start working na and becoming more influential in our country. In fact, si Samuel po, Let's go back. After this story, Samuel became one of the judges, the judge of Israel. One of the prolific prophets during their time. In a time where yung bansa nila hindi makarinig kay God, yung bansa nila hindi, hindi, makarinig, hindi makakita ng vision from God, there came this man who, had an, who heard the voice of God when he was still young, had an encounter, and had a relationship with God. And by that, when he grew up, he started changing the nation. He started speaking the word of God to this country. And it did not end there. Not only did he become one of the greatest judge of Israel, he anointed one of the greatest kings of his nation as well, which was King David. He ushered in the time of the kings, and God's blessing flowed upon their nation, the flowed upon the nation of Israel. Sa mga tao po dito na mahal po natin ang bansa natin, imagine if we keep raising up a generation of Samuels. We have so many Samuels just waiting to have an encounter here, here and outside. We have so many young people who are just waiting to have the answer to life, which is really the gospel. And when they do so, as the music team comes up, imagine the country we will have if the next generation will be a, next ge- a generation of one Samuel after another. Ano po mangyayari sa bansa natin? And as I end, as the music team goes up, I remember there was a guy po who uh, is part of my victory group. And for the longest time, madalas po kayo mag-usap. Very intellectual guy. As in, his brain is just advanced for his years. And then he, he, he opened up to me because he grew up in church. Not the fault of his parents. His parents love him so much. But even though he grew up in church, he finally admitted, okay, Adrian, I'm an atheist. I really don't believe in the things that you preach. I really don't believe in God. And the reason why he started talking to me and opening up to me is because he wanted to convert me to atheism. In fact, what he was doing is he was trying to convert the pe- other people in Victory Group to atheism, after, apparently. Ang galing mag-disciple, actually, no? And then we will start having conversations. Sometimes I do not, I do not even know what to say. And we would argue, we would, we would debate until to the, the point I said, God, I give up. I don't... This person grew up in church, never had an encounter with you. So I left him. I just gave him a book, sent it his way. And the moment he went away, I just, God, kayo na pong bahala. It is only you who can, who can encounter this person. That night, something happened to him. Something big. Every time he would tell me the story, of what happened to him in his room. Because the next day, he came running to me and just started saying, Kuya Edgar, it's finally making sense. I mean, what, what's finally making sense? Everything that you're talking about, God's real. God's so real. And he started just crying. Just, and after that, he started preaching the gospel. In fact, to the point, he's not perfect. He has, he has his own quirks until now. We're still working that out in discipleship. But he's so passionate in reaching out to, to, to atheists now. 
In fact, he's such a powerful worship leader that he's standing right behind me. Man. But you know what changed? It wasn't because I'm good with my words. It wasn't because I'm a good disciple. It wasn't because I'm a good victory group leader or I'm a good pastor. What changed was he started hearing from God and having an encounter that caused his relationship to start with him. Now imagine what this man can do when God sends him out. Imagine what our Samuels, our young Samuels can do just waiting for us, just waiting for us to reach out to them, just waiting for us to start praying for them and letting them have their own encounter with God. Let's raise up the next generation, a generation of Samuels that all of them will come to know God personally and have an encounter with Him. We hope you were inspired by that message. Be updated on coming events. Visit our website at www.victoryalabang.org and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you and stay connected.